Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Veneri. Hello, loves. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 13, and I don't usually remind everybody what episode we're on, but I am excited about number 13 because in my house, it's a lucky number. So I have to tell this quick, crazy story about the number 13. So I have three kiddos, and all three of them are born on the 13th of their birth month. And no, I didn't plan it. That's usually the next question people ask me. My two older children were born both 10 days early from their due date. Um, One is July and one is January. And then my third, I did the math and it would have, he would have been 19 days early before my due date in order to be born on the 13th. So I didn't think for one second that he would be born on February 13th, but I guess he didn't want to be left out. So he came early, much earlier than the other two. And so for me, number 13 is extra special. So I like to celebrate this episode simply because it's number 13. All right. So what I wanted to talk about today was some recent awareness that I had. So as all of you know, I self-coach every morning as part of my morning routine. I've mentioned my routine before in other episodes that I get up, I walk my dog, I put the coffee on, I sit down, I do a little meditation, and then I will get to do some self-coaching, which is not quite the same as journaling, although it might look like that. Um, And with the kiddos, you know, in the mornings, they're the best time for me to do this work because it's quiet and I can really like get deep into my self-coaching. And so during a recent session, I was looking at the way I speak to myself. So essentially, the thoughts we think are the way that we speak to ourselves, the language and the words that we use inside our own mind is the language that we're using to speak to ourselves. And words carry energy. So when we have thoughts, it will trigger an energy, a vibration in our body. And I was kind of playing around with the difference between these two sets of words, which is I need and I want, or I need to, I want to. And I know it might seem like super subtle and maybe like splitting hairs a little bit, but it really got me to thinking about the way we speak about things that we want to have and how we language it is going to create a certain feeling or like a certain energy around the thing that we say we want versus the say the thing we say we need and of course I was kind of thinking about my clients as well and the words that they use and how they will tell me or explain to me their own thought process inside of their business and maybe some of the goals that they are setting for themselves. And this actually came up over the past couple of weeks um, for myself and for my clients. So I really wanted to just really kind of sit in this place of is there a difference and what is that difference? And I have to say that I realized that you know, both through the work, my own work and the work I do with my clients, that there is more than just a subtle difference between saying you need something or you want something. So let me run through just a few of these 
I need statements that I hear, and I bet you'll be able to kind of even feel the energy of them as I as I say them. And these are common. They're not, this is not an exhaustive list, but this is just to give you a sense of it. So I need clients. I need money. I need to work on my business. I need more time. I need to figure this out. I need more followers. I need to get more organized. I could keep going on and on and on, but I really do think you guys get the you get the point. So if this sounds like you, if you're like, wait a second, I have totally had those thoughts. I actually say that daily. I com- you know, I'm complain I complain to my partner and I've actually said those things to him out loud or her, right? I just want you to know that if this sounds like you or you're like having a little bit of awareness, that's actually a wonderful thing. It's totally fine and nothing has gone wrong. You haven't done anything wrong, but perhaps, you know, you didn't realize you had these thoughts until now. And I want you to just kind of sit with that for a moment. Like, how did it feel as I was saying these things out loud? I need money. I need to work on my business. I need more time. What's the energy around that line of thinking or that language? And there are quite a few more, like I said, and I actually recommend that you do this practice for yourself and, you know, write down some of the things that you say you need. And you can do this both in like your professional life, like for the things that you say you need to do in your business versus like your personal life. So like you might have, uh, I need to be a better mom or I need to work on my relationship. Again, just sit in the energy of need, right? Because for me, when I kind of even say that that line of thinking, it feels very graspy. It feels needy, right? And I want you to think about, um, you know, if you're having these thoughts inside your business, where are these types of thoughts coming from? Why do you think you're having them? And it's just doing some inquiry work, right? Some thought work for yourself. So when I looked into this, I came to the realization that almost every single one of those thoughts is really coming from scarcity, that what you already have is not enough, like that these thoughts, you know, essentially they come from pain rather than pleasure. And you could, for all intents and purposes, be doing a lot inside your business, taking a lot of actions. But if you're taking them from a place of I need more clients or I need money, the energy behind that is scarcity, that what you have now, like your client roster now, isn't enough right? Even if your client roster is zero, it's still saying that it's not enough, right? These thoughts are coming from scarcity that you don't have enough or that what you already created isn't enough. And that would be the energy that's behind your actions, which is really important because the people on the other end of your actions can feel that, right? They may feel that like really clearly, like it might be very obvious to them. Maybe it's not obvious to you, Or they could feel it on a super subconscious level, like the vibration you're giving off can either attract people and magnetize them to you or repel them. So being in I need energy is going to have the opposite effect that you actually want. It's going to repel the very thing that you say you you need. (laughs) It's kind of fascinating that way, right? So even time, like I need more time. A lot of the time that creates a lot less time for yourself or I need to figure things out ends up you don't actually figure anything out, right? Just see how these might be true for yourself in your own life, whatever your example is. Essentially, all of it is going to be repelled from you. It's not actually going to create 
any of the things that you say you need. So every time you say, I need X in this case, right, the vibration of that is graspy or desperate or insufficient. So you're literally not in gratitude of what you do have. So you can't create more of it. And here's why. Uh, I've taught my main coaching tool on a few other episodes, but I'll go over it briefly here again. But essentially, it's that our thoughts create our results. And because of the thinking, feeling, action cycle, we, we have a thought, it triggers an emotion, and that emotion drives our actions. So there can be two people, for example, posting on social media, two, let's say two coaches posting on social media. And one is posting from scarcity and graspiness, like they're thinking, I need more followers or I I need to post so I can get a client, right? And the other one is posting from abundance, like desire and just pleasure energy, and they're feeling sufficient. The words they choose to use in their post, in their copy, and the energy behind the post are going to be very different, although their actions are exactly the same. And then how their audience interacts with them because of the energy that that person was in when they wrote that post is going to be very different. So I just want you to like sit and think about that for a second. See how that might be true. And, you know, maybe for you even being on the other end of reading somebody's post, if it didn't really turn you on and it didn't really magnetize you to them, Is it because maybe they are writing from that like convincing place, like they're trying to convince you, right? If they were truly feeling abundant and desiring to make connections with people from a place of abundance and sufficiency, they wouldn't have to convince you to work with them, okay? And like, would you want to work with someone who feels like they need you, that they have to convince you to work with them, that they're desperate for money, or for you to be their client? Like, do you want to work with someone who feels like that, who says these things or has these thoughts? Okay. And again, if this is you, if you're like recognizing or you're seeing something of yourself in this, it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It's now that you have the awareness, how can you shift that, which I'm going to walk you through in a second. So I want to go back for one, one more thing, though. That's how things also get weird on consult calls. Right. So if you if you're in the business of doing consult calls with potential clients, like they've reached out to you and they want to know more about working with you and you get on the call and you're thinking, I need to close this call. I need to sign this client. And you're in that I need energy rather than in full sufficiency. Like you have the option to be thinking something else like I would love to work with them. Like they would be such a fun client, right? Just notice the different energy of those two things. Like I need to sign this client. I need to close this consult versus this person would be so amazing to work with. I think I would have so much fun. They would be an amazing, they would they would be such a fun client. Like they're just two totally different energies, right? Like I'm hoping that you guys are really feeling this, right? Okay, so if you're graspy on a consult, the client, the potential client, like they can pick up on that. It could be ever so subtle. It might be really obvious again, but then sometimes it's like super subtle and they may not even know why, but they're just like saying no, right? They're, I don't know. This is a no for me. And you might think you couldn't have, co- you, you weren't able to coach them through an objection or that you failed or they weren't ready for coaching, all sorts of things. When the truth is you might have entered into 
I need energy. And then you tried to convince them to work with you because you were in that, like, I need this client headspace. Like that was the headspace you were in while you were conducting the consult. And I want to address that. I know that it might seem logical to some of you, like your brain might be offering you a ton of evidence and reasons why you would quote unquote need clients or consults or money or time. Your brain right now might be thinking, no, it's true. I need clients. Like I need more time. And your brain can probably list out a ton of reasons. At first, it might seem completely logical, but I would love for you to still question that that thought. So I'm going to use the I need clients example again. So I need clients. If that's your thought and your brain's like, I got all these reasons why, right? And it's probably some version of I want to be fully, I need to be fully booked. I have rent to pay. I don't have enough clients, something like that. But what if you, like, what would happen if you asked yourself, what if I didn't need clients? Like you sat with that for a second. Like you actually don't need clients. Right? Like, because for me, the opposite of need is really desire. The opposite of scarcity is abundance. So, what if you desired clients or chose to work with clients? Like, you want to work with other people for the sake of the pleasure of working with others, right? So, like, taking that, let's take that opposite view for a second. Like, instead of I need, how would it feel if you stepped into the energy of desire? or choice. Because to me, it feels expansive. It feels whole. It feels complete. It feels sufficient. It feels enough. So instead of I need clients, write down the opposite of that. I don't need clients. And again, you can plug in whatever your big I need statements are, right? I don't need clients. I don't need money. I don't need more time, whatever it is. Instead, I choose to work with people. I desire to inspire others, right? You could do the same thing with money. I don't need money. I choose to make more money. I desire to make more money. And then get a list of your reasons for that. Why? Right? Like, Why do you choose or desire to work with clients or make more money? Right? There's nothing with your desire. There's like nothing wrong with your desire for any of those things. It's just where are you coming from? This line of thinking, to me, it feels so much lighter because it's coming from abundance and trust rather than scarcity and lack. And when you take actions from abundance, you create more of it, right? The same is true of scarcity, right? When you take actions from scarcity and lack, you actually create more scarcity and lack because you end up repelling the very thing you say you need. But if you're coming it from this place of like, I truly just desire to do this work and I, I, I choose to make more money just simply because I want to make it and I want to provide for my family and you have all of these like reasons that are coming from a place of abundance, right? You're just going to create more of it. And when you're in gratitude for what you already have and you feel sufficient, you end up creating more of the very thing that you desire, but not because you need it right? But because you chose to. And now that you've heard this, you might catch yourself in like all the ways you say I need. I know after I had this like kind of awareness during my session, I was walking around noticing how many times I really say I need, right? And how that felt 
in my body. And one little thing to kind of add on is don't judge yourself, right? But just notice it for sure. Like just notice and question it, do you? And what if you don't need it and instead you choose it? It was really such a powerful shift for me to see and for my clients to see how this one shift could change a lot of things happening or not happening in their lives and their businesses. So can you be in a place of abundance and sufficiency no matter what results you have? It's tiny shifts in your thinking that can be really, really powerful and make all the difference in how you show up as, a pow- as the powerful leader you desire to be. Okay, that's it for this episode. I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefinieri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.